I'm so excited to be here with y'all. I'm just an everyday average lady who can communicate with the spirit world who struggles with the everyday ins and outs of being a human. I'm always trying to evolve, grow, and awaken in new situations and to upgrade this human experience. Hey guys, it's Terry with The Portal. I'm so excited to bring you guys my next guest. I have here with me, so if you're watching this on YouTube, you can already see how beautiful she is. And you'll hear how beautiful she is if you're listening. Her name is Chrissy Vane. Hey, everybody. Welcome, Chrissy Vane. Hey, Carrie. Thank Hello. you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. So in case you guys don't know who Chrissy is, I, I came across, well, I think, I don't even remember how we connected somehow. Do we, I don't like, either, actually. But <laughs> I was definitely drawn to your, I was drawn to your profile and I was like, Terry's my kind of girl. And, and I, and I, and I remember, I remember, cause I do look at, to see, well, who's following me. And I checked you out and I'm like, oh my God, Chrissy seems so cool because you are a wrestler. You're a model, you're an intuitive and an energy healer. So I was like, oh, she's my people too, because she has to balance out that 3d physical world. And then the non-physical world. Absolutely. So I was like, oh my God, I have to connect with Chrissy. So thank you so much for coming on here. I'm really excited. And I wanted to know, so, you know, a lot of, of what I do here is just, there's so many people, I don't know if you come across this just in your work or just everyday living. There's so many people who are starting to sort of come online with spirituality and just a conscious awareness change and all that. And, and people have this idea of how things are supposed to look and how things are supposed to be. But to me, there's this like everyday, practical, pragmatic way of, of living. But a lot of people don't know or don't know how to sort of embrace spirituality or they have this idea of spirituality and there is such a thing as spiritual ego I don't know if you've encountered that or not yes 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 100%. you know so um I wanted to know more about your story because you as a wrestler you're very physical so you have to live in your physical body right and even in modeling that's what you're doing you're it, it's your earth suit that you're presenting mm -hmm. so how like, tell me about your experience. How did you get to where you needed to get to? Because you did need to get to wherever you got to in order to be where you're at. I hope that makes sense. But um, yeah, so so tell me all about that. And like, how do you kind of balance everything out and all the things? So I've had a hard time in my earth suit um, <laughs> over the years because people look at me and think that I'm some type of way, but then yeah. when they get to know me, they realize I'm actually completely different than like, you know, sort of what's on the outside. So for right. years and years, I was teaching spiritual classes. Yeah. Um, and I would try to dim all this down. Like I would go into like the yoga studios and the centers and um, I wouldn't do my makeup and my hair and I'd go in with my Birkenstocks, you know, wow. as spiritual people are supposed to do, which <laughs> I, which I love my Birkenstocks, but I also yeah. love a good glam, you know, look. So I had a really, really hard time sort of integrating everything. And I would say that I didn't really start to integrate. I'm 39. I turned 40 in January. Congratulations. Um, I, thank you. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say that I really started to integrate 
all of it and come into who I truly am until I had my little boy three years ago. And then I realized, well, he is going to look up, look, you know, grow up and see that his mom is a fake. And like, so, and she's like, you know, she's putting on her different masks in her different places where she's at to try to accommodate others yeah, and to try to fit into where she thinks she's supposed So slowly but surely, um, I just basically said, fuck it. Yeah. I'm just going to be who I am and who's supposed to be in my life will be in my life. And I actually have left wrestling for a really long time too. My husband is a wrestler and has okay. been for 20 years. I was, I was a wrestler as well. That's how we met, but I had left the business again because I had gotten spiritual and I didn't think the two could coincide. Yeah. So I was like, well, then I realized I wasn't being authentic to myself either because I love the physicality of wrestling. It's a really great therapy for me. It's a really great um, outlet for me. And um, so I just decided that about three years ago, that I was just going to do be it all. And I had um, one of my other medium friends, um, Lee Rader, she's from my hometown in North Carolina. She kind of explained it best to me, like, she said, you're not supposed to, like, there are so many of us coming into, like, our galacticness, like, our cosmic beings. We're not supposed to be one thing. We are all, and we encompass everything, and we're all given sort of the gifts that we're supposed to have to sort of navigate this 3D earth and this 3D world, but we're going to help, you know, create that new consciousness for the 5D, where you don't necessarily have the nine to five jobs. And you don't, you know, you may have three or four different ways that you bring, you know, abundance or revenue into your life. So when she said that to me a little while back, it's when I would say that I really, really came into it. Um, but, but still working on it every day, like you yeah. would think like somebody like me, oh, she probably has like a high self-esteem and like all that. Like I really struggle with like self-esteem. Sure. So I have to like talk myself up and be like, no, you can do this. No, you are powerful. <laughs> no, you got this girl. Like, it's like, I have to, like, I'm other people's cheerleaders, but I also have to be my own as well. And I think all of us have to do that. Yeah. That's something I've struggled with too. And that, but see, that is the earth aspect of us. And, and it's so funny because a lot of my clients, I don't know if you find this, but when you're working with people spiritually, they're disconnected from their body because they're, they have such a high conscious awareness, right? So there is this disconnection, which is, I mean, it's awesome to be that intuitive and that empathic, but the problem is that we are wearing our earth suits. And so we have to be bound by and abide by the earthly ways. So, so many of us abandon the earth ways of being and we make ourselves small. I struggle with this all the time and we become people who we're not really, who we really aren't. And so it's a matter of, I love how you use the word integrating. It is bringing that earth suit which is the physical with the non-physical together. Yeah, right? and also putting it into practice and being yes. pragmatic about oh, it. Oh, God, yes. That's why I use the word practice. I don't like to use the word try because try means shit. And then uh-huh. I, 
I use practice because my one of my human operating systems is perfectionism. So if I have to be perfect with something and I'm not, I'm going to beat myself up. I'm going to, you know, do all this self-blame. But if I practice something, it allows me to make a mistake. And so that's Same. that's the mind game that I play you know, with myself. So yeah, same, same. And also like, I think when you're very spiritual, especially like when you're, we, we've been so locked down, you know, for almost the last year, like yeah. it's easy to get stuck in your house and not yes. get out into the world. Yes. Yes. But we're still supposed to be getting out into the world. And right. I've been trying yeah. to do that even yeah. though it's really easy just to sit at my house and watch Gaia yeah. <laughs> like, I know me too right <laughs> like, and I'm like okay Kristen like you know all this stuff you're supposed to be getting it out and like you know so it, it is it's hard as a spiritual person and especially in these times it's hard yeah. to get out it's hard to get out energetically yeah it, like yeah. it get hit by everything with um you know, when you do go out, like yeah. I was actually doing much better a few months ago. I felt like I was doing great when I was like at home and quarantined and doing YouTube and doing Instagram. And like, I was getting paid because I had gotten furloughed from my job. So I was like, <laughs> oh, this is great. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they cut off the unemployment and what the end of August, beginning of September. So I was like, okay, so I got to find at least something part-time to like compensate, yeah. you know, and um, so I went back out into the real, which I love my job. I'm a holistic esthetician as well. Oh my um, God, that's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So I work in a medical setting, but they're so awesome. They let me do whatever I want to do. And so I oh, do crystal healing and my facials and like, oh, it's just I love awesome. It. Uh, getting back out into the world yeah. and like passing through the seas of people every day. I live in, Ta you know, the Tampa Bay area, so it's kind of crowded. Like, you know, passing through the seas of people every day. I'm like, oh, that's a lot. Yeah. because then you're kind of picking up everything around you and the fear around you which is yes. is sometimes difficult too for empath yeah so how do you so how do you protect yourself or what do you do to just I'm, honestly I'm still working on it like yeah. I've had mentors and uh, you know one of my mentors another medium is like I literally put on like an armor like a shield yeah um and you know everybody knows the white bubble yeah I have still not found the perfect quote-unquote yeah. protection for me like I still got get bombarded sometimes just yeah. because I can walk by somebody and know what they're feeling internally and then I pick it up and I don't mean to right but I can't really turn it off and then I touch people at work and I'm only yeah. at you know my job three days a week but I touch people and lay yeah. hands on people and then I'm picking up all that from from them as well and it's not always bad but it's just not what something I've learned to navigate completely yet. There are weeks yeah. that I do really, really, really well. And then there are weeks that I don't do so well. I do find that crystals um, help and assist me. Yeah. That I love black onyx. Yes. Um, so I I'm wearing a black onyx things. ring. Look, it's near you now. Look at not that. <laughs> not surprised. Um, I have a black onyx pyramid in my room that was made um by a friend of mine and it's got copper entwined in it oh, too nice. and I lay it underneath my um massage table bed basically Perfect. and so I do think that that helps but sometimes you know the want to help people goes 
further than my want to protect myself. Yes, I know. <laughs> so, I know and then that. I'll be, then I'll, then I'll get home and I'll, I'll feel drained. I'll be like, damn it, I did yeah. it again. So I'm still working. That would be, I would say, that would probably be the biggest thing that I'm working on as an empath, yeah. like just still learning to keep it separate. I almost. Feel what do you do? So I do have a shield. It took me a while. And my shield, because I'm a neurotic Jew, okay? So I want to have a lot of control and I want to see what's happening. So my shield is plexiglass because I figure if it's good enough for a bank, you know, when if, if, a, if a robber comes in and starts shooting and it's sturdy enough, then it's good enough for me. But I like it to be plastic. Like, I like it to be clear because I still want to see what what's going on. So, oh. I've sort of trained myself through practice where I say shields up and from the bottom, it's so sci-fi from the bottom, it, it comes up. It, so it's kind of okay. like, it's kind of like a coffin. So if someone is super, um, what's the word claustrophobic, they may, this may not be for them. And then it just comes across and then back down and it on the side. So it's like, but I have an air hole because I'm like, what if I can't breathe in my box? Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> so for me, that's what, that's what I do. But here's the thing, Chrissy, this is what I've, I've realized. And, you know, I don't care how spiritual or conscious or awake someone is we're still energy and energy is integrative, just like you mentioned. So we're always leveling up, right? And leveling out, which means once we've come to some sort of level or a shift and we've integrated that, well, guess what? Now we're at new level, new devil. We have to up everything, right? Oh, I like that. New level, new devil. That is hundred percent like that's where I've been the last probably like week and a half I'm like woo I know this is an upgrade but woo like it feels heavy but then all of a sudden it'll just pass and then it'll be like oh okay like now it's lighter again but feels heavy as shit and I think if you don't know like what that is, you could see it as like depression or, you know, anxiety. And, and I tell people all the time, I'm like, it's really probably just because you're super sensitive and you don't realize how sensitive you are. Right. Well, I mean, energy has to be dealt with because energy cannot be destroyed, but it can accumulate. Right. right? So it accumulates, if we want to make this simple into either depression or anxiety and that's because it's not being dispersed or redirected. So when when you, not just necessarily you, but you meaning all of us, when we understand how energy works and what's going on, and then we identify it through how we feel, then we know how to navigate and maneuver it so that we can get out of that heavy, you know, sort of low density feeling. So right. it, it takes, again, practice and knowledge and open-mindedness you know, so, but the thing is, is like, I don't know that we will as human beings ever be able to fully not be empathic, like fully and completely, because again, we're always leveling up. So we're always getting used to things, which means we have to evolve. So, you know, I don't know that we'll ever get a hold on things, you know, or ever, you know, so, and when people think there's some sort of magic pill or spirituality is it or whatnot, it's, it's not it. There's no, there is no magic as, I mean, there's magic, but there's not one way that's going to solve and cure everybody's problems. I mean, that's why we're here. 
you know, yeah. is to figure this out yeah. and remember who we are through all of these hard times. And it sucks ass, Chrissy. <laughs> it can suck ass. Yeah, uh, 100% <laughs> there have been some this year, especially. And I also think, like, it's easy to be a monk, you know, in yeah. a monastery somewhere, like, by yourself with no responsibilities and yeah. no, um, you know, family and this and that. And, but then when you're trying to live this in, like, the, the quote-unquote real world, yeah. um, and you have families and jobs and this and yeah. that and kids and responsibilities, then it is hard to stay in that super-duper-duper um monk-like state because they don't have any distractions like yeah. we do yeah you know it's very 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 easy um in fact it was a lot easier for me my husband used to travel a lot for work he'd be gone like five days a week and then we yeah. didn't have children till, till much later we were in our late 30s early 40s and um and I've found it much, much harder in the last few years than before when I could just go disappear for a few yeah. days by myself and it would be fine. Like now I'm like, oh, I can't disappear for, I can lucky to get 30 minutes a day. Yeah. Like lucky to get the with kids and a family and, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So if people feel like they're like struggling because of that, um, even quote unquote spiritual people like you and I yeah. who do this for a living, yeah. like it ain't easy. No. And that's what I always tell people. I'm like, give yourself grace. Like, yeah. don't be yeah. so hard on yourself. Like, because we're all just trying to figure it out. <laughs> like we're all just trying to figure it out. When you're at work and you're, and you come online to the fact that you're like, oh, I'm really being, you know, in my physical self. Do you have, or do you do anything when you're at work to sort of alleviate you or to remind yourself this isn't necessarily real or this is temporary or how do you like, how, what kind of conscious thoughts do you use or, or or, or do you, or do you just completely just go like, I'm at work, I'm shut down. And once I leave work, I'm now up again. So work for me is actually my quiet space because I'm in a massage, you know, I'm in yeah. a room that I decorated with greenery and fairy lights mm. and essential oils. Okay. And, you know, typically when I'm doing facials and procedures and stuff, we're talking, but not doing tons. And then a lot of times I'm doing energy work. So work for me is more a sacred space. Now, I wouldn't have told you that a year ago because I had a very stressful, high pressure sales job. But then when everybody got furloughed and, um, you know, in the pandemic and everything, I said, okay, I had gotten connected enough over like that seven months. I said, I will never do that ever again. So I asked Spirit to put me, after my unemployment got cut off, I asked Spirit, <laughs> I wasn't going to do shit until that got cut off. I was like, I'm going to sit at home and make YouTube videos and do the Instagram. Yes. And like, I just get, I'm going to take my blessings from the universe. So anyway, so when that got cut off, I said, I will never forego like my being ever again, just because I made a lot of money. So yeah. My job that I'm at now is so relaxed and mm -hmm. so laid back. And so that's where I get to have like that Zen time yeah. and they love it. They're like the few girls that I work with, they just like love it. They're like, Ooh, can you put your magic hands on me? Nice. And they're like, Ooh. yeah, like it's just awesome. But I swore to myself after that experience last year that I would never kind of forego um, my soul for yeah. 
monetary because I'm like I can always make money. I have like 15 jobs. Yeah. <laughs> like I can always, yeah. I always make money. So I think that that's another important thing. And I know we have to make money, and I know we have to pay our bills, and you know all that kind of stuff. But if you can start doing less of what disagrees with your soul and do more of, then the abundance comes in really strange ways then. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not in resistance. So you have that flow and that's what, how energy works. It's just going to go law of attraction, baby. It's just going to go to where there's no resistance path of leaf. Yeah. I literally never thought I would end up in a medical spa ever again, because I was like, (laughs) these people are crazy. All they care about is money and they're greedy and this, which I like money. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I was like, these people are crazy. They'll be making $30,000 a day and they're not happy with it and still complain. So, but then when I asked spirit to just, I said, place me where you want me. I thought that I would end up in a spiritual shop or a metaphysical store and I'll be damned if my friend did not text me out of nowhere and be like, Hey, I need an esthetician. Would you like to come to work? And I was like, they're going to put me back in the damn medical spa again, <laughs> but, a but a different situation. Yeah. This is my friend. It's super laid back. Yeah. The owner yeah. is a super laid back Libra and he loves all mm. this kind of like I worked for him for many, many years prior to having my little one. And so it's just completely different. And so they're letting me create custom energy facials every month, like whatever I want to do. Yeah, whatever. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is totally different than like how it was before. So and I, I almost didn't text her back. And then I called my very practical Virgo friend. And I said, oh, my God, you're not going to believe who texted me. Like, they, I'm not going back there. That's backtracking and that's backstepping. And she goes, didn't you really enjoy that job when you had it? Because I worked there for, like, seven years prior to And I said, well, yeah, but he, like, kind of let me go when I was eight months pregnant. I had an attitude when I was pregnant. Let me just preface by saying that. The hormones. <laughs> the hormones. Oh, God, I was so mouthy. So she goes, but you, like, he let you go when you you had been mouthing off for, like, months. Like, they let you get away with it forever, didn't they? And I was like, well, and she goes, like, I mean, I wouldn't block my abundance. That's what she said to me. She goes, if they're just kind of handing you this, and they said that yeah. they would work with your modeling and your wrestling and everything, like, whatever you want. She goes, I wouldn't really block my abundance. And I said, okay, grounded Virgo, you right, you right. <laughs> and it's been wonderful. I love it. But I always call my Virgos for like money. Yes. Um, sure. Money situations because they're like the masters that like just figured out ways to monetize everything. Yeah. That's so, great. Those are our tourist girls. But yeah, <laughs> like so we have to like be careful not to overlook things that are yes. placed in our path. Yeah that I and I'm old enough and I've learned enough now to like not just be like oh no screw that I'm not doing yeah I go mm-hmm, okay, that's a little weird like let me just you know simmer on this with somebody I trust and then that person's able to make me see something that I wouldn't have seen before and like now I'm in a really beautiful situation where you know I am lucky to have a job right now yeah. there's a lot of people who you know, there's a lot, and, and to be doing something that I love, and, and to also do be, be doing all the other things that I love, um, with them going, yeah, we want you to do all of that, but we want you to be here with us as well. Have you, like, have you had the opportunity yet? Like, I'm, I'm really curious how this works with the rough, with the wrestling. Have you been able to marry both of those, and how do people handle that? Like, 
Do you have to have a character and did, did, did this change anything or? So I have, so I've only been back to wrestling like a short amount of time. And uh, so I did go out to LA and I shot a television show last year, but it has not aired. Okay. And they gave me, they gave me my character, okay. which was more like my old character. Okay. I do do shows here in Florida locally once a month where I am marrying the two. Okay, I come good. out with the guy, I come out with the guy on mudra. We go oh. up to the hands in prayer and I then we love come it. down like this. Um, and, you know, people know me from my old character because I was very, like, actually was very, very successful in my mid-20s in wrestling. Um, but I left for so long that, like, people are just now starting to see sort of the new evolved. And I have not been offered a place on a large stage as of yet. Well, I was, but it just hasn't aired yet last yeah. year. Yeah. But um, it hasn't come along again on, like, a larger stage where I could marry the two. But... Um, I would love for that to happen. Yeah. I just don't know. I think I it's going to happen. Yeah, I feel yeah, like I it's going to happen. Anymore. Yeah. No, I that, feel like that I may just run into somebody randomly and they'd be like, we like you. And yeah. then we'd be like, how did that happen? How? <laughs> like that's sort of like how things have happened for me. When I was, yeah. when I was really successful in my mid-20s, I was such a pusher. Like I just would like try to beat doors down and push doors down. And um, I had, I was under contract with WWE for two years, which is like the top company. And I just uh, pushed myself into a mental breakdown by the time yeah. I was 25, because yeah. I was just trying to push things and control things. And that was before I got turned on to spirituality. Um, the Bella twins were the first ones who turned me on to spirituality years ago, but I was not, um, I was not quite ready yet. They gave me my first copy of The Secret. Oh, nice. And their mother... Yeah, their mother actually raised them sort of in this way. I remember for their 18th birthday, they got like a, um, a full astrology reading with like a famous astrologer like wow. out in uh, on the West Coast where they were from. And so they had sort of their past laid out nice. for them. And, you know, really their mother was so wonderful at teaching them how to be intuitive. And so they just knew it from such an early age and so many of us were not gifted and I would it's like taking us like much longer <laughs> like, <laughs> it's yeah. okay it's okay we'll get like, there I'm we'll settled, get there <laughs> yeah settle into things I'm like wow can you imagine like if your mother had been like doing these things for yeah. you like growing up and teaching you how powerful you are yeah. and like that you can do anything because they knew that when I met them in their early 20s yeah and I just yeah. remember thinking wow I wish I had like again like I wish I had the self-esteem and like the inner knowing like that but yeah they were the first ones to turn me on to spirituality um and then after that I met someone else and then someone just else and like it just sort snowballed. Of snowballed yeah that's mm -hmm. the way it is but see here's the thing yeah. Chrissy is that you have a kiddo now so you can actually teach your kid and yep. empower your child so how great is that yeah. so now it's and, your turn yeah, to be their mom how great is that it is it. And I, and I do it every day when he was little, little, I used to like whisper in his ear, like you are strong, you are powerful. You can oh. do anything you set your mind to. Oh, I love it. Like I would mantra to him in his ear. And like, even now he is just to have parents that have been through things that we've been through. Yeah. And my husband is also very spiritual. Um, it's just, lovely like and I'm like I, t I tell him all the time I'm like you know how lucky you are to have parents that are like 
you know, like more mature, been through some things. Like, because when your parents have you and they're like 19, they're yeah. like, they don't have a clue what's going on and neither yeah. do you. So it's just like the blind leading the blind. Right. And not that it's not now because it is like nobody ever knows how to really raise a child. Yeah. But we don't really get upset very easily. <laughs> like, you know, That's with good. him. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you just don't really get upset when you like that. We're like, yeah, we've been there, done that. There are things to sweat and things to not sweat. Yeah, exactly. Don't sweat the small stuff. And kids are supposed uh-huh. to be kids. They're supposed to make messes. They're supposed to spill things, break things, drop things, the whole thing. I'm the same way with my yeah. niece and nephew. Same way. Yeah. yeah. I don't have kids, but they're like my kids. So it's the same way. Same way. Yeah. Well, yeah. Chrissy, is there anything that you want to like share with somebody? Any like points of inspiration in case somebody is watching this and they want to hear, you know, how you've persevered and, you know, is there anything that you want to share with them regards regarding that? Like, I think that again, I'm going to go back to like grace and forgiveness of the self. Love it. And that, And that you've never, it's never too late. I started wrestling again when I was 38, you know? Um, And I just was like, you know, that, that my guides kept telling me that karma's not done. That karma's not done. Like you were way too young before to like realize the gift that you had been given. So like, let's go back and fix it. But like now, you know, you're fixing it with like your family. Like now I have my little one, my husband, like we can all kind of be there doing it together, but like grace and like forgiveness of self. And also don't give up because you think you've like failed. I had a, a girl in my, in my facial room the other day. And I said, like, what do you do? And she was like, oh, I'm working in insurance. I said, oh, well, what, what are your hobbies? What do you enjoy? Because I don't, I think what we do is like kind of stupid. Like, what do you do? Like, we yeah. all have ways that we make money, like whatever. Yeah. And I said, well, what are your hobbies and your, what brings you joy? And she said, well, I'm, I sing. And I said, you do? And she said, yeah, she goes, but I haven't sang in a really long time. And I said, and I immediately got chills. You know how this yes, happens. And yes, spirit's yes, like, tell yes. her she needs, tell her she needs to sing. Tell her like, it's very important. And even if you're just doing it part time or doing yes. it on your Instagram or doing YouTube, whatever it may be, like, it's important to sing. Yeah. It's so food. To, yeah. It's important to wrestle if that's like part of like your inner being, like it's important to do your intuitive stuff if that's like who you are like it's important to be you and not yeah. be scared of judgment I think she was in her late 20s so she's like I mean I probably could have done it when I was younger and I'm like oh sister yeah. I'm like I'm like, I'm like I went back to wrestling when I was 38 yeah. the last television I had done in wrestling was when I was 30 I was like it's fine like and plus we have things nowadays where we can look way younger than we are that's <laughs> true and if you're giving the facial I'm sure they're gonna look younger <laughs> yeah like we had I always like revert back to Shakira and Jennifer Lopez at the Super Bowl oh, last yeah. year. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. One's like 43 and the other's like 50. Like, yeah. come on. Like yeah. ageism is out the window. So yeah. we should really, and like, even like Louise Hay started Hay House when she was in her 60s. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like, Those are some really great things. Parameters on ourselves that like, it's too late or I could never do that. Like, it's never too late. You've never failed too many times. I failed. I'm like the queen of self-sabotage. Like, so I've like failed like so many times in my life. But every single time, I just like dust myself off eventually and like get back up and 
start again. And I love like, it. You know, is it ever going to pay off where like millions of people know my name? I don't know, but I can't stop. Yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Compassion and grace to the self. I love it. I'm personally going to take that message actually, because I'm going through a bit of a challenging time myself. So that's like the perfect message. So thank you uh, for yeah. doing that. So, um, so it's the time now where I can give you oh, a yeah. quick yeah. little mini reading. Oh yes. I can't read me, read me. <laughs> <laughs> you, is there anything that you want to know about specifically just, you know, very lasered focus for, for time here? Is there something like you want to know so, about? Should I look into for you? I, I always feel like that I am supposed to be in front of large crowds and I'm okay. speaking, speaking this thing. Yes. And I don't, yeah. I, I don't know because I do have I've done so many things in the public eye because I was an HSN television model for years, a wrestler, you know, I don't yeah. like, I don't know. But then yeah. I'm also like, well, it's not up to me to know. It'll just show up. So. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm getting. I'm getting that you do have a message. What's, what's happening is that the message hasn't quite been clear yet like you have an idea but it hasn't been um uh what's curated to the t so when i say that it's like because it does feel like there is public speaking for you first of all i did get the the ten of cups no yes ten of cups so this all yes you need to be in the public eye and it is something that you enjoy and yeah. embrace it fully and completely embrace it. But there's still some more work to be done in order to get to that point. So that's what I'm talking about curating the message. The message is there for sure. It's just getting it very succinct because I actually feel you could do some sort of TED talk or something along those lines where you can become a public speaker. It is showing up that that is the possibility for you. So okay. you're on the right path with that for sure. Um, I, you know, it's almost just more like there still needs to be some more uh, for whatever. Um, I feel like this, this could be happening. And, you know, look, I'm not all knowing. I'm not perfect. But I feel like within or in five years is when you're going to really see this kind of like coming along. It feels like your kiddo has to get a bit older, but he's a teacher for you. So yeah. he's the one, if you follow him, and I don't know why I want to say this, follow him and you'll be led to the next step for this message, the next step for this message, the next step for this message. And then he brings you the message. Oh, so yeah. it's like through being a mother with everything else that's going on, that's where you start to really hone in and curate the message. Yeah. Well, cause he was the catalyst to begin with. Right. So, so he can, he, he can, he can ascend you. Mm. The other thing, the other thing is he also is because of the way that you're choosing to raise him with an, with um, an expanded consciousness. That's also why he's going to teach you back. So it's going to be this whole, you know, back and forth thing. Um, I did just accidentally turn over my Loteria deck and I did get the crown. So there's leadership in him. And I keep going and look, gosh, I'm just going to keep doing this. This is the Apache, which is the warrior, right? So the thing is, is he 
you got to follow him. He's the key to your message. Wow. He's the key to your message. So follow him. Um, how old is he? He's three. He's Just three. Turned three. He's three. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's his first name? Elijah. Elijah. Well, hello, prophet name. Duh. I know. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Um, he is going to test you and it's through those tests that he, again, he's the key. He's the curator. So I don't know. I, I almost feel like, and it's not going to be like, there's going to be these horrible experiences. So I don't want you to feel like that's the case, but when you find you're frustrated with him and what's happening, because he's going to be his own personality. Right. And I feel like he already is. And he may run the house because I feel like he's got your husband wrapped around his finger too. I don't know if you understand this or not. But um, when you find yourself frustrated, see if you can feel into the thought that you're having and write it down. Because again, those are going to be the steps for you to curate your message. So part of your message is, yes, I went from, you know, like this non-conscious state to a more conscious state, but it's deeper. And it is through being a mother that you're going to find it. And so that's why it takes some time. But I do feel like you are kind of like one of these inspirational, motivational speakers. I would not be surprised if I see you maybe two to three years from now, even doing the TED Talks. But the, the, the five years, it feels like five is like when this really like ramps up and there's some notoriety. Not that you don't have notoriety now, but it does right. feel like there's more notoriety. Right. So you're in a really great position with all of these different, they're talking about streams of income, all these different streams of income coming in because each one teaches you a lesson. So also use those as part of your lesson, but your kiddo is the key, your experience with him. So there's no mistake as to when in your life that you had it. Cause again, you're already starting with a message of, you know, give yourself grace and compassion. Doesn't matter how long, you know, it's never too late. I feel like that's part of it. It's like the beginning of it. The kiddo has the key. Remember that the kiddo has the key. That should be Your, my ears are like ringing so bad. Like I yeah. can't even, like I almost can't even like. Yeah. 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 Cause Elijah, you know, Elijah yeah. was an accident. Really? We not, was he? I mean, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Like, so we've, we've always been like, how did that even happen? Like I was 36. We never thought in a million years. We never thought about it. We it just yeah. wasn't a thing. Um, and then he had this strange, um, his umbilical cord was wrapped in a knot when wow. he was born. Hmm. So he actually shouldn't have gotten his food. So he, but he did, he was perfectly yeah. healthy. So when the midwife pulled, you know, when the midwife like held him up, she goes, Oh, lucky baby. Oh. Then when we were, when we were leaving the hospital, this is like a crazy story, Terry. When we were leaving the hospital, these ladies came running across. I was being wheelchaired, so um, I couldn't hear them, but they were yelling at my husband and my baby from across the parking lot. And they were like, we have a message from God about oh this God. baby. We have <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. They're like, we're prophets from, I don't know, they're prophets from some like prophetic Whoa. church or something. They're like, can we lay hands on this baby and pray with you guys? They were like, you need to protect him. He is so special. Yes. And there is something 
so special about him and um so it, yeah it's been an interesting yeah. uh like it's been interesting from the start yeah because it like a little it was weird because it should have never happened to begin with but then it did and I was perfectly healthy like perfectly healthy um and then you know the thing at the hospital and just weird things have already yeah. happened with them so yeah well the kiddo is the key I'm telling you I'm yeah. telling you that's really yeah. great yeah so Chrissy if anybody wants to get in touch with you or they want to follow you or see any of your YouTube videos or come even see you because you you do this locally you don't I mean it's hard to do esthetician work yeah so if somebody wants to come see you or, or whatever how can how where do people find you so I, my website is www.chrissy-vane.com. Okay. And then um, my Instagram is magical.chrissy. So I'm pretty much, you know, at least on my Instagram a few times a day. Um, and then my messages from my website get uh, sent to me directly. So I Perfect. get those too. And I do do intuitive. Um, I do energy healing and also readings uh, oh, virtually. Now oh, okay. Yeah, we're all doing now. But yeah, um, yeah so any kind of like, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like seeing people in person, they're like, now we only see them on yeah. the internet. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I'll make sure that I have your contact information also and everywhere too as well. And, you know, I had never met you before and it was really, really lovely getting to know you and to meet you. So I really appreciate your time and, you know, with your kid, I'm really excited to watch this adventure kind of move through and and groove through. So that's exciting. Yeah. Thank you so much for like the little like reading because as you know, with energy workers and healers, we don't really get the stuff done for ourselves very often. So thank you. You're very (laughs) welcome. It was my pleasure. So thank you so much for being a guest here on the portal and everybody who's watching or listening. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining and Oh, I just, I have so much appreciation and gratitude for everybody and everything. And I can't do this without you guys. So thank you. Thank you. Stay connected. Remember, like, like subscribe and share. Yes. Like, subscribe, share all yes. the things. Stay connected. And I'll see you on the flip side. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join me for future episodes and listen as more believers and non-believers share their paranormal and metaphysical stories and experiences. We'll take the mundane of being human and give you access to a compassionate, authentic, and entertaining approach towards spirituality, personal development, wellness, and the paranormal. Buckle up for the ride. If you love this podcast, be sure to subscribe and get updates about future episodes and join me on Instagram and Facebook at Intuitive Coach Terry for snippets and highlights. You can also find me on Patreon at Intuitive Coach Terry Huberman to see some features and special content.